Hello, I'm John Beeks, and welcome to the Your Life Choices podcast. Now, for over 22 years, Your Life Choices has been providing Australians with essential news, articles, and retirement resources with over 270,000 members and growing. Your Life Choices is Australia's longest established and most trusted digital destination for the over 50s. And how would you like to join 7,000 people on a floating hotel, basically a city on the water with casinos, heaps of glitzy restaurants, discos and so much more? No, well, me neither. Now, my ideal would be a classic expedition ship with a staff that care about you, taking you places others can't get to, with that staff that know your face and your name, while taking you to destinations off the beaten track, but still in the comfort of a luxury ship. Today, we're going exploring in boutique luxury with our special guest, Jeff Gillies, the commercial director of Coral Expeditions. Welcome, Jeff. Hey John, how are you today? I'm very well. Now that was a that was a big uh, big lead in, but it, but it's the truth, intro, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> honest to goodness, I see reports of uh, something else of the seas coming online, and thousands and thousands of people are thinking, "Oh no, I don't want that." <laughs> what I want to do is be with like-minded folks traveling to places that you couldn't normally get to, uh, but still know that you have comfort, that you have safety, that you have care. All those things, and that's what Coral Expeditions set out to do and have for the last four decades. Yeah, we're coming up into our 37th year, and, and you've uh, tapped into it fairly well there. I think it's been, you know, expedition cruising and, you know, very small groups in, into sort of out of the way nature has been a, uh, one of the best kept secrets of the of the travel industry for a very very long time. Um, but it's the the perfect uh, the perfect type of experience for the you know relevant for the times as well. Jeff, uh, obviously, uh, we're very happy to see the cruising is is back online after a very torrid two years. What's been happening with the uh, with the staff, and what's been happening with your uh, beautiful ships over the last couple of years? Yeah, look, we've been keeping busy. Um, the you know the cruise ban. I think we had about a five month layup when it first came into play, given the nature of our small numbers and the fact that they're Australian flag vessels. Um, we were very lucky to be able to get back to operation. Uh, in October of 2020, so you know, to date we've we've done about 107 trips, um, you know, through the pandemic. Um, wow. It's not been easy. It's been an absolute, uh, you know, real, really tumultuous ride. Um, but you know, we we managed to pave the way for some safe uh, health protocols, pre-screening, onboard uh, mitigation, and um, yeah, basically get our permissions in place with all of the states and territories and. A lot of those processes have now formed the basis for, for how the large cruise ships will eventually get back to operation. So we've been quite grateful that we've been able to get out there. We've had, I think, some, somewhere upwards of about 3,500 guests who've been lucky enough to, to come and join us through that time. They um, certainly have been lucky. A, That's great. Yeah, a few trips that have been impacted with border closures, but that seems to be a thing of the past now. So uh, long may that continue. Now, tell, tell me all about Coral Expeditions. For those who don't know, what, what's the setup? What, what's the primary reason that uh, Coral Expeditions exist? Well, it's just that, that you know, true connection with nature. So the, the company's history, it started off with a, a sort of a uh, one single ship, 12 passengers. The idea was to go to places that you can't get to by, you know, sort of air, road and rail. Um, and, you know, that philosophy has never changed. The fleet's got a little bit larger as the years go by. We now have uh, three vessels, one that takes 72 and the other two that take up to 120. Um, but still, you know, um, relatively 
small numbers, um, you, you basically get into these remote coastlines with expert lecturers and expedition leaders on board and see the nature, the history and the people um, in, a, in a way that is, is just truly immersive, like you just you know, kind of almost like stepping onto a, a personalised nature documentary. So it's a, it's, a, it's a really amazing experience for those who go. I can see it as, a, as it almost a bucket list trips uh, on coral expeditions because you think, gee, you know what, I'd, really, I'd love to see the north of Australia where I've, I've never been um, and, and to places that coral expeditions can take you to fulfil that bucket list and also you're with a guide who can explain so much more than just reading it in a brochure. Absolutely, and and so the Kimberley is truly that, right? For every Australian, you know, you you aspire to to go and see the Kimberley or Cape York and Arnhem Land. They're quite rough to get to via overland, but the ability mm. to to cruise along the coastline, um, basically, sort of have your five star hotel room, <laughs> um, you know, your restaurant, your expert guide there with you, and basically come from the ship in our small expedition tenders to land on the shore to experience that. It's it's a really easy easy way. There's a lot of logistics that make it not easy from our perspective, but from a guest's perspective, it's a, it's just a, a, a beautiful and, and sim- seamless way to see the coastline. As you'd be aware, Your Life Choices um, has majority of our 270,000 uh, members uh, uh, like myself in the 65 to plus era, and we are after safe and uh, secure travel, and we don't want to be rushed around and, you know, here now and don't forget to be back. And we want, you know, we want a bit of canoodling, but we also want to be able to experience things that we never had before. And that's where coral expeditions do come to the fore as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. The staff are, are very, um, you know, very used to um, the specific needs of, of, of those exact travellers that you've just outlined. Could you help um, me off the boat, Jeff, is what I'm saying. Can you help me <laughs> off the boat? We can, we can, we can help you off and, and on. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and, and, you know, help you sort of um, look. There's different, um, we cater, we cater particularly for that. Physical. Audience, um, for different physical um, abilities. So, like, if we go ashore in the Kimberley, there. There might be, you know, a, a walk of a couple of kilometres, or if somebody just wants to take a nice stroll along the water's edge, or if somebody wants to stay in the, um, you know, in the explorer vessel and do a bit of a coastal cruise, um, we can accommodate all, all three of those things at the same time. So um, you're in very, very good and caring hands. And of course, your staff would be very much handpicked staff, where they understand what it's all about. They have the philosophy of coral expeditions in their DNA, and uh, they get it. Oh, absolutely. I think about the, you know there's a lineup of some of our guest lecturers and expedition leaders who've been with the company for for 20 plus years. Um, they know you know they know the tides, the seasons, the weather. Mm. Um, you know when things are, are, are kind of nesting or um, or blooming. Um, so they can they can really connect you with the the environment that that's around you. Their local knowledge is is irreplaceable. So. We've mentioned the Kimberleys a couple of times, but uh, give me some of the other destinations that uh, coral expeditions travel to. Pre-pandemic or through the pandemic, it's it's all been about the Australian coastline. So we do um, the northern parts of Australia, the Kimberley, Cape York, Arnhem Land. Where would you pick up the boat for for, for that sort of a trip, uh, Jeff? Uh, from Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, or where would you? No, Kim- Kimberley. You basically would fly into either Broome or Darwin, and we operate ten night voyages um, between oh, Broome and Darwin, okay. um, going backwards and forwards. Then um, for Cape York and Arnhem Land, um, it's between um, Darwin and Cairns. We do a Tasmania season, um, mm. which is a sort of Hobart, Hobart, uh, ten nights out, sort of through the 
World Heritage Wilderness now, Area. That, that would Davey. be fascinating. Absolutely oh, fascinating. Absolutely. Yeah, it's beautiful Tasmanian uh, food and wine that goes with it as well. I, I guess also you, you can source locally because um, you're of a size where you can, the, the chefs on board can purchase local produce. and Yeah, we call it small small batch uh, you know, cuisine. So we've got the ability to use local producers. It's all done right there, fresh in the galley, um, you know, in mm. small numbers, not mass produced. So it's a, it's a really nice experience. Um, yeah, but outside of Australia, we you know we're just starting to to basically have the the trips that we've done into the Spice Islands and Raja Ampat rescheduled for early next year. We've gone for the last fourteen years up around areas of Papua New Guinea, which is a real cultural experience. Uh, lots of um, visits to small village communities, and yeah, the, uh, the the new vessels that we've got will take us a little bit further afield. So we're also going in 23 out to a series in the Indian Ocean, which will take us all the way out to Madagascar. Wow. Zanzibar and the Seychelles. So oh. A little little Aussie company that's, uh, okay. that's growing up. <laughs> so uh, it is a little Aussie company that, um, you know, could and has and uh, continues to, to do that. Um, how did it come about originally? Well, there's an interesting story to it. So a Townsville-based couple, um, Tony was a, a fisherman, and his wife was in the travel trade, um, and they heard about this expedition cruising thing that was going on over in the United States. So that this is 40-odd years ago. So they travelled over and fell in love with that experience, said Australia needs this, and, and basically came back and, and sort of within the next year bought a small um, ex-submarine chaser vessel and converted it. Wow. Um, and, yeah, basically sort of operated between Townsville and and Cairns, um, each year, the word of mouth on the experience just grew and grew to a point that they needed to build a new vessel and then another another new vessel over the decades. It's slowly sort of organically grown to a point where it's been true to its roots, but, um, you know, certainly now we're a, we're a, a much bigger business than, than back in those days. You must have been on quite a few cruises, uh, Jeff, uh, uh, doing your research, of course, and meeting meeting the, 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 the people who are your guests on board. Uh, what is Jeff Gilley's favourite destination? Where was the one that you've come back and gone, oh, my goodness, that was unbelievable? That's putting me on the spot now. So I've, I've done three of our, uh, our itineraries, the Kimberley, Tasmania, and the Great Barrier Reef. The, the Kimberley, I felt particularly grateful because it's, you know, I, I almost jumped the queue sort of 20 years to get out on, onto that, mm. um, you know, and, and um, you know, I think it, yeah, it was, it's, it's like no other area that I've ever seen in the world, and I've travelled a lot over the decades. So that, that to me was a kind of, yeah, it was a clear a clear winner in, in terms of my perspective. Um, and the one that I want to do is uh, I, I desperately want to go and swim with the uh, the whale sharks up in Raja Ampat and the Spice Islands. So. Now, where, where are the Spice Islands, just for those uh, who don't know? So if you if you come out of Darwin and you basically go sort of north, a little bit northeast, and you'll come into the, um, the coastline of West Papua, mm. um, and then there's beautiful um, coastline all the way up but as you start to get to the top of West Papua and turn eastwards um, around the corner there, mm. there's a um, series of, of um, yeah, beautiful, tiny little gumdrop islands, they call them, sort of lime, limestone islands, um, quite spectacular. And, yeah, as you get up around there, there's some beautiful snorkeling, um, but there is one place that we go to which um, we get a chance to to, uh, to spend some time in the water with those um, magnificent whale sharks. And that's... Uh, that's on my on my bucket list for sure. Oh. 
I'm sorry, I'm I'm there in my head. Uh, Jeff, one day I would love to be able to call up one of your expert guides while they're up in the Kimberleys just to get them to, to talk to us about what they're seeing. That would be just sensational. But in the meantime, let's really tell people to, to go to coralexpeditionsoneword.com and have a look at the wonderful places you, you take your guests. I think it sounds absolutely fabulous. You can keep your casinos, you can keep your discos, you can keep your 7,000 tourists. I would rather be on a, a wonderful exclusive ship going to places that no one else has ever been to. Yeah, I couldn't agree with more with you. The, uh, the all the information that you'll need is is there in the website. There's plenty, plenty to inspire you and get you dreaming. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the team are, are always on hand. Um, there's lots of questions that go into uh, you know go into planning for these types of trips. So uh, one of the, the beauties of being a small independent operator is the team are there to talk to you and uh, help help you connect. What is the situation um, as we go to air? Uh, are all the expeditions rolling? Are we able to, to, to jump on board and travel within 2022? Yeah, look, definitely. We've got the first of our, or the first two of our West Australia trips underway. So there's one vessel that's going from Fremantle along the along the coast up to Broome. We've got the first of the Kimberley trips underway. Um, we've just finished our Tasmania season, so um, we're about to head up to Cape York. Oh. Um, winter's a great time for us. So, yeah, all, all of the fleet are operational. And as I said before, the, the travel environment looks a lot more reliable than it has for some time. Well, everybody who's listening to this podcast, if you're ever thinking about uh, filling up that bucket, that bucket list of yours, then please do yourself a favour, as Molly Meldrum would say, and go on to the CoralExpeditions.com website and have a look and be like me, dream away. Because Jeff Gillies, who's the commercial director, while he's having to deal with all of these uh, various problems of, of administration and all the rest of it, suddenly gets to go on board a ship and you think, ah, that's why I'm doing this job. It's fantastic. And this is the result, Jeff, of all your hard work. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. We really do appreciate it. Oh, thank you, John, and uh, look forward to welcoming your, uh, your listeners and, uh, and members on board at some stage in the future. Absolutely. And if you or anyone you know believe you could benefit from Australia's longest established and most trusted digital destination for the over 50s, then please spread the word and point them towards the Your Life Choices website. Membership is and will always be free. I'm John Deeks, and on behalf of the Your Life Choices team, be well, be happy, go travelling, and we'll see you next time.